Welcome to Egg Food What, the first and only podcast about people eating stuff. I'm your co-host, Mike Lisk. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Egg Food What. I'm Greg Wilson. Uh, young Michael, it is now March. It is, we're recording this. It is still light outside, which greatly depresses me. I feel it spring is here, and I fucking hate it. Are you no. kidding me? No. What do you mean? You're one of these winter people? First of all, we don't like to be called that. <laughs> okay. A little respect. Wait. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. I, I, I know I'm in the min- minority, but yeah. I'm just looking out the window of like, what, nine more months of fucking sun every day. And then it's going to get hot. Not, not No holiday season to look forward to. Just gray it just feels like I'm getting sent to sent to bed before the sun goes down at night, which is. Depressing. I mean, I'm 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 looking outside here, and uh, it's pretty dark. Uh, I'm not seeing a lot of light. I guess you. Uh... What are you saying? <laughs> are, are you, you hearing a lot of street on... lights or something? You're going bullshit on. Is it an illusion? Uh, it's it's light outside. Okay. We're in the same time zone, right? Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not like noon, mm-hmm. but like I could stand outside and read. Really? Okay. Yeah. Fucking six o'clock and it's still bright outside. Wow. I don't like that. Wait until anyway, how's things? What do you go nuts when it when it makes it eight o'clock and after? No, I don't go nuts. Mm-hmm. I don't turn into a wolf. <laughs> you know, we're normal people. Uh huh. We just don't like the sun. Wow. Okay. I yes. mean, I'm you know, I'm as white as they come, and uh, yeah, I'm not a summer d- dude, but I don't mind spring and fall. You know, those are nice seasons. Fall's nice. Yeah. Moderate temperatures. Fall. Fall is nice. Fall's yeah. nice because the temperature's nice. Plus, you know, you have Christmas to look forward to the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This sucks because it's like it's just bright. There's nothing to look forward to. Mm-hmm. There's no light at the end of this t- sun tunnel. And yeah, that's spring in what? 20 days. That's three weeks. Yeah. Snow. Well, we haven't it's had... It's going to be 100 degrees every day outside. We haven't had snow all winter. It's been phenomenal. No. Nope. I mean, are you you're a fan of the snow too? Yes. Of course wow. I am. Yes. Wow. I don't need a ton of snow. I just need a little bit of interesting weather. I just need my seasons. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the seasons, but I like winters without snow, especially. I like a little snow. And uh, summer without blazing heat waves. Well, that's not going to happen. When are you going to get that? I don't know. We've had some. Summers without blazing heat? Well, heat waves. You know, I don't mind a a day in the 90s here and there. That's all it is for like six months now. I don't. I don't like the the week long, uh, ninety degree uh, weather. The month long. Where Where are you? Where Where the hell is Jersey? <laughs> it's it's north about? of you. You sound like you're in London. Like you hope to only get hit with one seventy five degree weather day per summer. I mean, it's hundred degrees for like a hundred days all summer. Well, I think you're in the sultry south, my my friend. Oh, and it's di- it's 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 different down football there. Nickname the sultry south. <laughs> It's different down there. I mean, I'm not on another planet from you, and 
I mean, I lived in Brooklyn for 15 years. I remember the weather. Uh-huh. How did you deal with summers in that warehouse? It's a fucking miracle. I look back because <laughs> I will go from my ice cold, you know, apartment to an ice cold car to an ice cold office. And I bitch about the heat. Uh-huh. How I survived living in Brooklyn, New York with no air conditioning. It's baffling. It makes no sense. Yeah, no. It, I don't want to suggest that makes me some sort of hero. <laughs> that's for the history books to decide. And they'll probably decide, yes, I am. But that's not for me to say. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, I, I don't. As as someone who I think I can legit say nobody hates the heat more than me. I don't know how I survived it. That That is a testament to how great New York City is. That I survived living there for so long with no air conditioning. You had a, a fan, I guess. Would a would a fan help? I would always get a fan that would immediately break within like four hours, <laughs> like clockwork. Uh remember early days. I would, you know, just lie down in bed and pour ice on my chest. Uh but yeah, it just sucked. It just sucked. Yeah. And... I only had I had a window air conditioner in Bayonne in my bedroom, but. Uh... Is literally right next to the bed. Yeah. So it had to be like extreme weather for me to, you know, even turn that on because it was just, it was too much. It was, you know, I'd be freezing to death. Um, but, you know, I'd use it in, in the rare occasions. I had a fan. The fan usually was enough. Uh, but when I was in the other rooms, yeah, I, I was sweating it out like you were. Oh. Although, uh, yeah. Unbelievable. I, I don't know how I did it. <laughs> but I did. You did somehow. Somehow, yeah. Yeah. Are you uh rejoining me? Are you joining me on Cheers? Uh what do you mean joining you? I'm the one who watched it. Uh, well, you said you were gonna rewatch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh yeah, I've been I've been I've been tearing through the first season. I'm loving uh, it, bro. How uh-huh. far along are you? Well, I'm almost halfway through the first season. Eleven right, episodes. I started. I started uh, writing our uh, episode. Yes. Uh, the name of the episode is called "Who's That in My Seat." Well, well, hold on. Now that you're about halfway through the first season, I think there's going to be some changes because your last assessment was. Let me check my notes. Uh, I hate everybody. Everybody sucks. Nobody's funny. They're all terrible. <laughs> I hate them all. This is a stupid show. Uh-huh. I hate it. These people are terrible. Now, but, have, your thought, have your feelings been shifted a little bit since you've seen more? No, I, I, you know, I have to see how it progresses. But you know, the eleven episodes I've seen, uh, the characters are fairly stable. Uh, they're kind of doing the same routine in in each episode. Uh, there hasn't been any great uh, development development of the characters. Um. They've got their roles to play, and they bounce off of each other. Like development, did... what, what development are you looking for? It's a sitcom <laughs> characters. What do you? What do you? What are you? What are you looking for? Uh-huh. I don't know. I, uh, you know, do you want to hear a little taste of my uh, opening to our episode? Yes. Or okay. you should send it to me. We should act it out. <laughs> All right. Let me let me see what I can do here. Yeah. yeah. Shoot it over to me. Um, this will be thirty minutes of trying to figure that out. 
right, here. Okay. There you go. I, I think maybe I could sell some of the comedy for you uh, a little better. Okay. Right? You want to be Sam or, or Coach? I think I'm Sam, clearly. Okay. Really? Between okay. the two of us, uh -huh. I am clearly this, this Sam, Sammy Malone of, uh, come on now, Mayday Malone. Okay, I've I've sent it to your uh, direct mail on uh, Twitter. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't be giving ideas to the public, Mike. <laughs> uh, uh, oh wait, wait, wait! There it uh, is. Uh, there okay. it is. You got it. Okay. Okay, this is curiously laid out, but okay. Well, the uh, formatting did not transfer. Hey, we don't have the budget for final draft yet. Yeah, it's I, I did it in uh, not the final draft, but the uh, cheap version, the, the word version. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you, you, who do you want to be? You wrote it. You can choose who. I'll be coach. Okay. You did the right thing in the end. <laughs> All right, and I'll be Sam. I'll read the uh, the directions. Okay. All right. Want to? This will be a little taste. Little taste. Little taste of an episode. Cheers, right? For that inevitable reboot, they're rebooting everything else. <laughs> right, yeah, true. Um, this one's called, yeah, and, and what I'm trying to do here is is to inject a little bit of the masses tavern flavor, you know, from from my own experiences. I, I was hoping you were going to say, yeah, but this I'm hoping to inject a little humor uh, into tears. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I have wow. to say the onion. If I'm being honest, I don't think I've had one legitimate laugh uh -huh. from the uh, 11 episodes. And and I see that the one thing I was going to, the one compliment I was going to make after 11 episodes was I was going to say, I like their commitment to the bar, yeah. that all the action is still centered at the bar. But I have to admit, I, I, I took a little glimpse. Uh, I looked up uh, best Cheers best episodes or something, right? Uh -huh. And then I'm seeing a funeral parlor. I'm seeing all these different locations, and I'm like, oh, okay. So they they finally broke. I'm curious. You don't to like see... it. You don't like it when they stick to one place. So I like that in a sitcom. Well, that's what I'm saying. I I, I like that. Okay. I, I like that they were they were sticking to the bar, and it looks like they're going to stick to the bar for the whole first season. Yeah. Um. I, I guess as they got more successful. They yeah. probably had bigger budgets, so then they could Project, do different. You could throw your privates around the boardroom a little more. Uh huh. So after eleven episodes, you've decided you're still not impressed. It's still <laughs> not funny, and you've started writing a script that you can shove in their faces as being. <laughs> yeah. And this, uh, which is considered one of the greatest shows of all time. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> right. Got it. Got it. Okay. The episode's called "Who's That in My Seat." Interior, cheers, bar, day. Coach emerging into the bar from the hall that leads to the restrooms. Cheers Coach. Is in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> hey. Oh my God, that's Mike Lisk. Is that peanut butter and Doritos? That looks amazing. Wish we could eat some of that stuff. Looks great. Are we going to continue? That's it. <laughs> Coach. Someone you blew don't up say your name, damn it. <laughs> All right. Damn okay. It. Acting right. 101, just say the line. You okay, don't I'm coach. Your fucking character's name. <sighs> Take one. Go. Action. Someone blew up the crapper. 
and it looks like someone puked in the urinal. You know the rule, Coach. You find it, you clean it up. All right, let me stop you right there. <laughs> this is dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> someone blew up the crapper. I mean, that's chef's kiss. And it looks like someone puked in the urinal. Bam, you get it from both sides. Uh, from coach, both ends. Crapper is funny, period. <laughs> right off the bat, Mike, you got me. Okay. You find it, you clean it up. Okay. Oh, come on, Sam. I just had my breakfast. Need I remind you of the dead possum I had to dispose of last week? Okay, Mike, let me stop you there. <laughs> uh, this is Boston. Where, where are there fucking possums in well, Boston? The next, line, the next line will reveal what happened. Oh, if I just keep reading until the end of time, it'll make sense. Okay. That uh, possum had rabies, Sam. You know I'm afraid of rabies. First of all, Coach, watch that attitude when you yell at me. Um, are there people who like rabies? Are there super fans of rabies? All right. I like that first line. Are there people <laughs> who like rabies? Super fans. I'd lose that line. Okay. All right. Now, you said the Fair possum. Enough. Being in Boston, there'd be a payoff uh -huh. in your line. But I'm not saying the payoff. I thought you'd say, oh, the possum caught, caught a bus from Tennessee that ended up here in Boston or something. No, that was a, this, this anecdote was based on a, a, a true story that happened at masses. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. You know, yeah, possums during the day, they disappear, right? You know, but this, this possum uh, with rabies was confused and it, it, Ended up passing away right right in front of Mass's tavern. Okay. They had to call animal control to get it, pick it up. All right. Uh, I'll repeat the line and then we'll keep going. Are there people who like rabies? Are there super fans of rabies? I had a dog that got rabies. You know this, Sam. It got bit by a turtle and went mad. Started run, running up and down the stairs, foaming at the mouth. That's what rabies does to you, Sam. It makes you crazy. You're very aggressive for coach. You're very angry. That's true. Yeah. Okay. No, I got dirty. Got rabies, Sam. What the hell, Sam? Well, this Come is on, the reboot. Sam. This is the reboot. Okay. Do we have to go down that sad path? Okay. Of what happened to coach? No, we don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, who was responsible? I just told you it was a turtle. No, I mean the bathroom. Were there any witnesses? No. But I would guess it was Eddie or Terrible Tom or Mike the Sock Guy. He's got a condition. I think he wears a bag. Do you need the scuba gear? Oh, Sam. Sam leads Coach into his cavernous office nice. and digs out the scuba gear from the back room. They proceed to the men's room, and Coach begins putting on the scuba gear. <laughs> you look like Jacques Cousteau. Coach mumbles incoherently while struggling with his oxygen mouth mouthpiece. Sam pats him on the back as Coach enters the bathroom. Okay. Good opening scene, huh? Well, there's some good things and there's some not so good things. <laughs> um, I would suggest, big picture here. Yeah. For a guy who could not wrap his head around, this bar wasn't realistic enough for him. <laughs> Damn it, Mike Lisk works in a bar. Mike Lisk has lived in bars. He knows bars. Needs to be certain reality to it. Uh -huh. 
eight seconds into your Cheers writing career, you had them dressing up in scuba gear yeah. to go to the bathroom. Well, I had to make some concessions to the mm-hmm. the, the, the original Cheers fans. Mm-hmm. Those concessions being that you can be as, your writing can be as stupid as their writing. That's theirs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I like it. I like the coach shooting out of, I, I like the dilemma. Uh, uh-huh. We're feeling this is a cold open. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I yeah. like it. It's cold open. It pops. We can do something with the possum. Um, <laughs> I don't love the, I don't love the scuba outfit. I no. feel like, okay. I feel like we could do something better. Okay. You know, hey, if you just want to do, you know, doo doo jokes all your life, Mike, that's uh-huh. a. Uh, well, we're we're not going to see Sam for the rest of the episode. I mean, we're not going to see Coach for the rest of the episode. Oh, and then at the very end, he reappears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got his suit, and he's like, he's all fogged up, and he's all like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's covered in dung. His face is green. Okay. But we're but but you know we're gonna be going back and forth to uh coach and his dilemma and we'll be having some uh conversations with other characters, you know, just checking to see if he's still okay. Well, if we if we stick with this scuba outfit in the bathroom thing, uh which we won't because it's terrible. <laughs> but if we did, uh-huh. I would suggest the funniest part would be if we just never even see or think of or hear from coach for the rest of the episode to the point where we forget about it really. And then in the end you see him popping up again. Yeah. Yeah. But I've got some good lines that uh, I want coach to deliver from inside. Hey, hey, one Oh one. I want gotta, some details. You got to kill your babies. I'm sorry. I want, I want you can't some... fall in love with these lines, Mike. Les. <laughs> I want some details. They're like your children. Uh, what he's Sometimes going through. You know. cut them loose. I want Sometimes I want the audience to suffer with him as he suffers. I think it'd be a bigger payoff if in the end they're like, oh my God, was he in there the whole fucking time? And you no, know. I yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, and, and it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. Um, it's not bad. But I, I think this is a I got this, this is a solid cold cold open. And uh, I, I forwarded you some other plot details. You did, uh, would you like to develop the uh, Carla and Diane yeah. uh, scenario? Uh, I, I got it right for the women. <laughs> uh, yes. Is that the next scene? Have you plotted out other scenes? Or? Well, you know, I sent I sent you, what do we, I, I think I had about three or four yeah, uh, subplots for this episode. That's about all you need, right? Where did you send it? I sent it to you on Twitter. You proved them. You said you liked all of them. Oh, oh, the other night. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, don't I don't read the shit you send me. I don't. <laughs> Thanks. <Okay. laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Even though I, I saw one thing, actually, one of the things I mentioned uh, already happened. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I give them credit. You know, obviously, there's there's some background, bar background. Okay. Uh, that they're aware of. Um, I, I like the, uh, we already took care of number two, no pun intended, on mm-hmm. your list. I like one, three, and four. At least one and three. We might need to tweak four. Uh, maybe, no, yeah, I, maybe you should do one one next. Yeah. 
because that's the what, title. one and three. Those will be the A and B plot points. Okay. Uh, and then we'll go from there. Four might just naturally come out of come out of number one. Boy, the folks are really hearing how the sausage. <laughs> this is really uh, backstage stuff, right? Yeah, really. But uh, I'm not going to say I'm surprised, but uh, that's a solid uh, cold open there, Mike Les. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I wish you liked the show more. <laughs> no, I'm I'm going to stick with it. Like I said, I, I see certain things. You know, I'm like, all right, yeah, they they get that right. You know, little little slight details. I was, well, uh, you know, I was halfway. It's not a documentary. Not a documentary. <laughs> I, I was ready to uh, weigh in in on uh, one particular de detail that was missing all the way up through. I guess it was about episode ten, nine, nine, ten. You know, and and what do you think that plot detail is? That something is significantly missing from the bar. In the first nine or ten episodes, Greg what, Wilson what? Make it talking to Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, jukebox close, uh, warm. You're warm, pool table. No, they've got that. Uh, TV, they have a TV, yeah. Well, it, it doesn't make its appearance until like episode nine or ten. Oh. And I was like, yeah, I was I was I'm saying, well, all I do is talk about sports. And uh, where's the TV? Yeah. And there, there's a, there is, you know, and the way they do it when they when they reveal where the TV is, it kind of makes sense because it's in the corner of where the audience would be. Right. So, yeah, you don't see that from the camera angle, you know, so... because when it is revealed, it's, a, it's sort of the crummy little tv they have well that was the 80s i guess but um it's like shoved up in the corner of, of uh i guess stage right so you're upset you roll your eyes that they don't have a tv uh but well, they do have the tv well <laughs> like i said oh, yeah. i mean they 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 stopped me in my tracks huh. i was ready to make a complaint and then okay the next episode there it was. But you make it sound as if it still qualifies as a legitimate complaint. <laughs> well, you know, it, it did take a while before uh, the TV figured in the, in, the, in the episode. You know, you, you, you would have thought there would have been a little more TV interaction before then. Huh. That's all. That's all. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't know. I'm still moving forward. Yeah, I've I've been Mr. Uh, American TV for the last week. You'll be you'll be proud of me. I've been watching uh, White Shadow, Cheers, Roseanne, the Drew Carey Show, Drew Carey Show, and yeah. Frasier because that's got a reboot coming. Wow, I never really watched the uh, Drew Carey Show, even though I remember being on like it was on forever and. Whenever I did watch it, I liked it, but I, I just never thought of it. And then, you know, it was on for like 10 years. Like, I feel like it made left no mark in the culture. Yeah, Other than, I, I think it was popular. I mean, it lasted forever, but I don't know anybody who loved it or anything, you know. Well, I I, I do. Uh, my cousin lived for uh, a, a little while in, in the same building I lived in Bayonne. He lived on the first floor. I lived on the third floor. 
and he was a huge Drew Carey fan. He was always trying to <laughs> yeah. trying to get me into it, and I'd yeah. sit there and I'd watch, and I'm like, now did they have the musical interludes all the time, or was just that was the intro to I the think show? That, I think that came later. I'm just watching the first season. It's pretty normal. I remember they started doing all that stuff. Uh, it's a really good show. It's Is really it? Yeah. Funny. Okay. It's good. Good act. It's really funny. You know, it's broad. It's kind of a sitcom by the numbers kind of thing, but it's got some really great lines. Uh, it's it's really really good show that I think just kind of seems to have gotten lost in the shuffle. Um, but again, I say that, but it was it was like a, you know, probably a top ten show for like five or six years, but. Yeah, it was very popular. Uh, yeah, you know, I never seems, watched one episode, but uh, yeah, seems to have my, made no impact somehow. <laughs> my cousin was pushing it all the time, except on your cousin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he wasn't even really like a big TV guy. I mean, I can't remember him ever talking about any other show, but right. uh, that that captured his imagination, and boy, he he was promoting it for them. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I've been I've been uh, all American shows all week. So thought you'd like that. Yeah. Now you had a hot take on Twitter. You uh -oh. listed your you listed your top dramas over the years. Yes. Well that I wouldn't say well, I guess top dramas, but that full list was mostly dramas that I watched. And obviously right. I loved some, didn't care as much for others, but yeah. Yeah. I mean you, you, you had White Shadow uh at the top. Is is that your number one overall, would you say? No, no. I think I think I went quasi chronologically as I thought of them. Oh, okay. Ish, you know. Uh, and I've been in love with that because I've been I've been doing another marathon deep dive of that. I've been burning uh -huh. through that. I'm halfway through that series. Then um, you had uh, the West Wing. Yep. That's a show I never got into. You never watched the West Wing? No, no. It, it just seems so overrated. I look at it. And, it, yeah. you know, it was always the walking and talking thing. I'm like, really? That's what this show is? People walking and talking? Yes. And, you know, I mean, it, yeah. It, it, all right. You know, I guess some people like that. Um, <laughs> no, but I, yeah, I know it's highly regarded and all that, but I just couldn't get into it. Mm. Sopranos, of course. Uh, OBS. Uh, Mad Men. Uh, overrated, wildly oh overrated. Oh my god! Yeah, wildly overrated show. How was that man overrated? Yeah, it was just. Uh, I mean, I stuck with it. You know, <laughs> I mean, I, I know what I'm talking about. But uh, yeah, I, I thought that show was wildly. People just, I think, people fell in love with the clothes, the sets. You know, the whole retro thing. So, so your beef isn't with the show; it's with people overreacting to the show. Well, I, I think that's part of the yeah. I think that's part of the overreaction. I mean, it had a, it, I'll give it that. It had a unique look, you know. But but how about for the purposes of this, you base it off what you thought of the actual show? Yeah, not I, how, I, not how I, I thought the show wasn't that good. I thought I thought that you know it was, uh, you know the all those pitches they had for advertising. I mean, I you know, I thought that stuff was boring. You know, I mean, you found that fascinating. It's a great show, yeah. Okay, Friday Night Lights. Perfect. I mean, come on. If I, I didn't. I didn't make it to bad. the end. I, I, you know, the first couple seasons, I watched it. I enjoyed it, and then Friday Night Lights did what I think a lot of shows they lose it when they start adding murders and 
you know, once once Friday night lights, somebody gets murdered or something, right? Yeah, early. They get away from that, thank God. That was a rough spot, but they did get away from that. Oh, see, that was kind of the end for me because then I'm like, oh, all right, this this show has jumped the shark. I don't need to watch this anymore. I mean, a lot of shows um, go bad when they just, the body counts just, you know, start going ridiculous. Uh, you know, I, I had Breaking Bad, um, Sons of Anarchy went nuts. That show became absurd at a certain point. Um, you know, just certain shows just like, yeah, the longer they go on, they have to start adding large body counts and it becomes stupid. Uh, and well, you're saying Friday Night Lights, they had a brief thing. But then they they got rid of it. They stopped. They had one goofy murder plot for a couple episodes that was stupid. Uh huh. But yeah, then that goes away and it never happens. Nothing like that ever happens again. Uh, okay. It's an amazing show. I yeah, I, I I enjoyed you know I, I guess two seasons. When does the murder pop up? Like three second third season. third season? Yeah. Second season. Oh, second season. Okay. I, I didn't make it as far as I thought I did. <laughs> oh. Er. Here's another show, wildly successful, popular. But ever Mike, saw an episode. Did not see an episode. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not one episode. Uh, I mean, you know, how many doctor shows? I, I, you know, doctor shows. I'm just, you know, I had my fill when I was young. You know, we had emergency, right? Emergency. So everything looks like a a rehash of emergency. We don't need any more doctor shows. So then we get ER. Uh, oh, I, uh, I, I saw emergency. ER. Oh, oh, very clever. It's not emergency. It's ER. Yeah. Um, okay, that's a scratch. emergency was great, by the way. You remember that show? That was a little before my time, but I know what you're talking <laughs> about. Emergency over ER. Got it. <laughs> Spartacus. Now, what is what is Spartacus? What channel is that on? Spartacus was on, I think, Stars. Oh, okay. About 10 or 15 years ago. I don't know why I watched it because the violence in it was too, like, I, I, I'm not a big violence guy in shows. Uh -huh. It was too much. It, it, it would get to be a little depressing. Uh -huh. But I got sucked. It was just fantastic. The actors were incredible. The stories were, the characters were amazing. Uh, it's just intoxicating to watch. Uh, and not normally my thing, because you know it's gladiators, it's a lot of violence. Um, but uh, couldn't stop watching it. Fantastic. Okay, true, true detective. First season only. First, <laughs> really? Yeah. See, I thought the first season was ridiculous. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, Matthew McConaughey. I thought he was absurd, just the way Did he you would watch deliver. The other seasons? What's that? You watched the other seasons? You know, there were three, right? Yeah. I would say the one I thought was the best was three. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe. I mean, I yeah, you are. I am. Oh, wow. I mean, you really you really got into Matthew McConaughey and that, that sort of profound. Ian Woody Harrelson. Poet, philosopher, again, this, or whatever again, he was doing. Again, this isn't normally a show I would watch that neo-noir. Yeah, with the weird murders. Yeah, it's yeah. not normally my thing. But that first season is incredible. Uh -huh. Second season, 
unwatchable. Yeah, uh, second season. Yeah, I, I didn't try the third season. I've uh, never met anybody who watched this, watched them all, and the first one was not their favorite. I've never run anybody to the point where it's always separate. It's like, of course, the first season was amazing. And now I'm going to evaluate the others because it's not fair to even compare it to the first one. But you say the first one sucks compared to the others. Well, I'll say this. Uh, I'll tone it down. The first season is unintentionally hilarious. Uh It's trying to be dark and sort of, I guess, poetic or, you know, and to me, I, I thought it was laughable. You know, particularly Matthew uh, McConaughey's uh, character. You, you should review uh, funerals. <laughs> Unintentionally hilarious. <laughs> then you have Shameless, which I think that's more of a comedy than a drama. Although it's yeah. sort of in between. It is dramatic stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, uh, that that show. Yeah, I I watched a few seasons. I mean, how many seasons did it, they, they it, get to? I think, it, I think it went on 11. I think it finally went off like a year. It did go on forever. Yeah. And sometimes I would be going, why am I still watching this shit? That, why are they still <laughs> making this? Yeah. Uh, but it was always enjoyable and cast is fun. Uh, yeah, it was kind of the same thing over and over. But uh, in it, in the, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was it, fun. It, yeah. To me, it just got too ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know what season Joan Cusack shows up in it. First one. So yeah. <laughs> that's when you bounced. She's you gave it all the first, way through the first season. She's first not in the first season. season. But uh, yeah, they had her doing some ridiculous shit. I was like, oh, okay, uh, I'm done with this. You know, the, the second any show you sniff any any thing that's not 100, percent you know, truthful. You're out. That's yeah. The the further it strays from you're reality, watching, you're watching Teen Wolf. <laughs> no, I'm, wa- I'm not watching Teen. I'm not watching Teen Wolf. Turning into a wolf, <laughs> you're like, hold on. Well, that's it. I'm not watching Teen Wolf. They, I, I mean, I wish basketball games. This has <laughs> never fucking happened. I wish most television shows were upfront as upfront as Teen Wolf is. At least Teen Wolf is what it says it is, and I'm out. You know, so, you know, they, they don't uh, try to give me the soft shoe, lure right. me in and then become ridiculous. All right. Let's keep going. Let's see if we can find something you like. Treme. <laughs> you got Treme. Right. Which is uh, and, and no, uh, The Wire. That's a that's well, a bold. Yeah, The Wire. I, I, I understand it's supposed to be amazing and I love it. I do need to watch it. It's on my list. Uh, oh, you've never like- seen it? I've never seen it. Oh, wow. Okay. I always feel like it's going to be too depressing. So I'm kind of bracing myself for it. Uh, but I'll just say uh, this. It, it's, it's, you, you, you have to watch it. It's very well done. Uh, do I think it's the greatest show of all time with like so many people? No. Uh, there's, uh, there's attempts at humor that I don't think, I think, I think David Simon is not a very funny guy. Mm-hmm. And he, he tries to I be would not funny. I think the writer of The Wire would be a funny first guy. <laughs> well, but there are, there, there's little, you know, there's not a lot, but I'm not saying it's a comedy. But, yeah. you know, he tries, I give him credit for trying. I mean, I like to have humor with drama, you know, it's because, yeah, I don't, I don't like just 
straight out drama with no humor. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think he's very funny. And, every, you know, in every show, I mean, I've watched watched a lot of his shows. I didn't I don't think I met me. Yeah, I think I did make it to the end of Treme. How many seasons did that have? Like two? No, that went on for a long time. That went on. That was another one where by the end, I'm like, it's the exact same episode over and over. Why am I still watching this? Uh-huh. But it hung in there. But uh, I would I would like to see when uh, David Simon gets your notes <laughs> from The Wire. Hey, David, uh-huh. uh, maybe a little more laughs. <laughs> My yeah. so-called life. Great show. Only one season. Not a drama as much as a teen drama. A little goofy. What I don't channel know. was that on? That was on MTV back. That was the mid nineties. Oh wow! Okay. You wouldn't remember. You were. <laughs> no, I was They'd moving say, away from MTV. If, if Mike Liston remember the mid nineties, he wasn't there. <laughs> Freaks and geeks, which I know lots of people love. I well, never, never, never saw it. Of course, you never saw it. No. But that was in my generation, you know. I, I you know, I don't want to watch. You know, that is your generation. Now, freaks and geeks. Yes, nineteen eighty. No, I would. What, what the nineties? They graduated high school in nineteen eighty. Oh, they. But when would when did the shows come out? It came out in ninety nine, but it was set in nineteen eighty. Oh, see, I didn't even I didn't even know that. But well, if you crack a book open before casting aspersions, <laughs> but but I, you know. I don't want to watch a teenage movie. I'll get I'll get onto something a little later, but I'm not into teen dramas in my 30s. You know, it's just not something that I'm looking okay. for. But now that you're saying it's about my high school class, yeah. I might go back and look at it. Yeah. Six Feet Under. Yeah, I I tried to watch that show and. I don't know why I listed that. I I, barely, I limped along through that one. That show was way too much. Uh-huh. Everything terrible that can happen to one family just kind. Of, I don't know. I don't even know why I listed that one. I think it's because I watched it. I, I I don't know how I even got through it. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're, you're taking apart your own list. Oz. That's another one. In the beginning, I loved it, but it's just got to be too depressing. Uh-huh. I don't think I made it through the whole thing. Yeah, I watched a few episodes of Oz and it was just I mean, prison prison dramas. Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of know where things go with those. Right. Uh, and, there's not a lot of room for improv there, you know. And as your notes to the writers room said, uh where where's the laughs, guys? <laughs> that that show like that show had zero laughs. I mean, <laughs> oh, oh, so much so much rape. Come on, guys. <laughs> I remember that show being particularly grim. And I'm like, yeah, I, I think I've had my fill here. Yeah. In the beginning, it was great. But yeah, it got to be too much. And you have Boardwalk Empire, which I made it to the end with that. But uh, what's that? I don't think I made it to the, to the end of that. You didn't make it to the end? There's another one, great beginning. And it kind of petered out. Yeah, but it also, there was a run, there was a run on HBO. Yeah. Where just about every uh, drama series had to have an incest angle. Oh, and yeah, and and Boardwalk Empire threw that into the mix at the end, and I'm like, okay, yeah. this show, this yeah, this show got ridiculous. Uh, but but they were doing it to to just about every 
series. Who else is still an incest. I mean, not kind of Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, Game of Thrones, yeah. I mean, Game of Thrones had an incest angle. Um, there was something else. It seemed like every other show <laughs> for a run there is like, is there somebody at HBO <laughs> who's just sitting there banging on their desk? I mean, so far, give this me is more incest. List. <laughs> give me more incest. So far, your list is a bit short. Yeah, uh, you got the newsroom. Newsroom is all right. Like another one that went on and on. What? What? Which one is that? That's uh, it's Aaron Sorkin. It was on HBO with Jeff Daniels. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't watch that. It's one of those. It's like, yeah, as a liberal, they're just telling me everything. I'm agreeing. I'm just nodding and agreeing the whole time, and kind of being annoyed. And like, okay. It was fine. If you like Aaron Sorkin, you'll like it. If not, you'll hate it. So. And then Vinyl, which, you know, on paper looked like I was going to, yeah. this was going to be the greatest show ever. <laughs> yeah, they blew that. And yeah. then it was just terrible. And to your point, it's because Martin Scorsese doing the pilot. So, of right. course, there has to be a murder in it. Uh huh. To me, that sucked all the life out of it because instead of having this entertaining look at a record company trying to, scrap it together during like this iconic moment in history or whatever it's like oh we, we also have to have this murder hanging around yeah. so did you watch the whole series or because i mean that bobby Carnival, who i could just watch yeah, no, i'm a big stuff. fan of his i i like him yeah uh but you know that's what i'm saying on paper yeah, it on was paper, fantastic yeah. i'm like i'm like this is going to be the best show ever yeah, and maybe it was the biggest disappointment ever. Yeah, something about it. it well, number one, as someone like yourself who grew up worshiping the whole CB scene and the whole New York, the pre-punk stuff, the all that stuff, it just felt a little too Forrest Gump. Like they were just always bumping into every moment you read about punk rock or whatever. I got yeah. a little bit like, okay, yeah, it was like, yeah. Um, by the dots, yeah, it was very, yeah. Oh, we got to get this in here. We got to get this, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like with that cast and with that, you know, it's a loose enough premise. You know, who cares? Uh, if they hadn't got it off that rough start with the stupid fucking murdered stuff, uh, <laughs> maybe and just maybe toned it down a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it could have been a good show because, yeah, like you say on paper, it's a no brainer, but uh, something about it just didn't click in the end. Mm -hmm. So. The writing, maybe. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just a little yeah, didn't work. Well, I we've run down list of my list of shows that you hate. Uh, what dramas do you like? Well, the glaring omissions uh, for me uh, were Deadwood, uh, Twin Peaks. Um, yeah, I, I mentioned The Wire. You should you should watch The Wire. You'll you'll right, you'll, well, you'll like The Wire. Everybody yells and it. and Rome, which Rome. nobody really talks about it, I guess, because it's one of these historical costume dramas, you know. Uh -huh. But I thought Rome was really good. The only thing about Rome I remember is I walked in. Somebody's watched. Oh, our friend Will, I think, was watching it. And that's the first time it occurred to me. I was like, well, how come anytime? Uh, any 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 setting is set in the past. We just give them English accents. Like why would we? Why would we assume everybody back yeah. in the 
times have British accents. I just watched the new. You don't uh, need to give them Italian at least air on the side of Italian accents. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just watched. Why. Yeah, I just watched the uh, the new version of All Quiet on the Western Front. Don't don't step on my joke, Mike. Let's let's let it breathe for a minute. <laughs> Man, wait a second. You're telling me not to step on you? Just sit the, back. The king of step, <laughs> stepping on somebody else as they're talking? Well, I'm talking about while someone's being funny. Okay. So let's let it breathe. Hold on. All right. You, you, you want to recap? Well, yeah, my whole I'm like, how come anytime a movie is set? Anytime before, you know, in history, no matter how far back. Or where we just automatically give them English accents to like signal, oh, this is a olden times thing. Uh-huh. It's like why would people we assume people in Rome sound like you know Rex Harrison? Yeah. So. No, that's good. Yeah, I'm glad you got it out there. Okay. <laughs> was, but, I mean, was that so hard? No, it wasn't. Yeah. But something I thought I thought you had made the point, and then that's why I was gonna yeah. interject. Well, no, that no, I, I just I just saw, <laughs> I just saw the new. All quiet on the Western Front, yeah. and sure enough, the Germans have uh, British accents. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. You know, I, I saw um, a couple of years ago. I started some some film about World War One. It's like from the side of these German soldiers. So I was like, oh wow, and yeah, they, boom, they have British accents. I'm like, <laughs> this weird. this is just them, you know, just assuming. That the audience is too, and I, and I don't think they're wrong. Yeah. They're assuming the audience is too stupid to sit with a movie with yeah. with captions. You know. Yeah, that's what well, it comes down to. Did you like the movie? It was okay. You know. Well, we know um, how you are to please. Yeah, I mean, you know, with aside from that sort of ridiculous decision. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, it's been a long time since I saw the original movie version and even longer since I read the book. But uh, we're not going to rehash that story <laughs> with you. All quiet on the Eastern Front? Yeah. The Western Front? Yeah. You want to hear that story again? No, no, I don't want to hear it again. We, I the can audience, tell it again. No. I don't mind. No. <laughs> that I was know. the biggest curveball I think you've thrown me in this whole, this whole run of yeah. this podcasting adventure. That's a great one. And I didn't see it coming. Hey, but uh, neither did I when I walked into that stall at Hardy's <laughs> that autumn morning. No, I'm full of innocence. Yeah, yeah. Traumatized. I won't. I won't talk. Okay, but uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's okay. It's worth looking at if you you got over two and a half hours. Well, if you had to pick your number one show, would I be wrong in assuming it's The Sopranos? No, you wouldn't be wrong. Yeah. Because I've I've actually literally watched that from beginning to end three times. Uh, I don't think I've invested that much time in any other television show. I've Twin listened. Peaks, I've I've I put in a lot of time with Twin Peaks. Huh. That's uh, endlessly yeah, rewatched. Really I never watched Twin Peaks. I never. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's. I'm surprised that's your thing, to be honest. I mean, I mean, you were really young at the time, so the whole TV phenomenon didn't really register with you, right? No, no, no. I mean, I remember I, it, but I, I don't remember. It. I, I mean, it, it was a sensation when it came on. It was because it was so different. I mean, yeah. it, it was kind of like The Sopranos when that came on because that was that was a big splash. Because oh, what is this? This thing is 
this is something entirely different. That's that's the way it was with Twin Peaks. And did you know the Sopranos was coming before it came on? Did you hear about it or do you no, remember? In, in fact, in fact, I I didn't watch the first two seasons. I, well, I didn't have HBO, I think, at the at the time when it came out. And um I purposely didn't watch it because I had had like this story idea and I was I wrote out like a, a long treatment for this story idea. Uh, you know, North Jersey based mobs based stuff, but not yeah. all mob. It is it's sort of a family drama with outside mob stuff going on. Right. But I had this idea and I'm like, oh now I now I can't watch this show. I've known you this whole time and you never mentioned that you had the idea for the Sopranos. No, no, it's not the Sopranos. I'm telling you, it's it's a it's a drama. But here's the thing. Since since that's there, then anything that comes afterwards would be, oh, this guy's just like ripping off the Sopranos, you know, were were you just like, oh, fuck. Kind of kind of it was it was it was like what happened with uh, I I had written that other screenplay. uh, About a basketball player that turns into a werewolf. No, no, I sent it to you. I I don't think you've read it, but uh, again, I didn't read your stuff for a long time. So touche, (laughs) touche. Well, the other one had a, uh, I had used uh, as a background, uh, a Springsteen song. Uh And it was set sort of in my, my hometown down here uh and then then this movie came out which i still haven't seen to this day it's called the the indian runner did you ever see that oh, movie oh right it, it's based on highway patrolman or something exactly like yeah yes so <laughs> so that's what happened with that one so but yours so, your, but but yours is based on uh no me, same song same song meet me at mary's place no. <laughs> yours is just about party yeah yeah <laughs> that's a, that's yeah, this a, guy just w- grabbed a different song. Yeah, yeah, Mike, Mike, I, I'm telling you, two different songs. Don't worry about it. You can go ahead and write your thing. Uh huh. Mary's place. Uh huh. Nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. How was that movie? Movie? Did you you saw that movie? Meet me at Mary's place. No, no, The Indian Runner. No, 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 no. It's not that good. That's Sean Penn or something. Yeah, Sean Penn. No, no, I never saw it. Oh, oh you never saw it. Okay. Yeah. Well, how'd you know what it was about then? Because I've read every Springsteen book. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, coming up next week is a, and speaking of which, is a bit of an anniversary. Can you believe how long it will have been since I met Bruce, the boss, Springsteen? <laughs> On March 7th, it will have been, if you had to guess how many years. March 7th? March 7th will be how many years since I met Bruce? And his mother and sister and his aunt, uncle. I'm I'm just just trying to wrap my head around the idea. You went to a concert on March seventh at it was at uh, Giant Stadium. Why why are you hung up on March seventh? Well, it's cold. Then was was it was it cold? Did I say it was at Giant Stadium? Where was it though? It was on uh, Atlantic City. Oh, Atlantic City. Constitutional Hall. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, wow. For some reason, I, I thought you saw the, a show at Giant Stadium. I saw a couple there too, but uh, oh, okay. Not, 
All right. Well, that's twenty. Okay. Yeah, two thousand and three. Twenty years. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's it. Time flies, right? You think Bruce is sitting thinking the same thing? <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't believe it's been twenty years since I met this cool, cool dude. <laughs> this cool dude. Cool He's got a podcast now. Bruce. I've been telling you for 20 years, if you don't stop talking about that guy, Patty, I'm telling you, he's, there's something cool about him. He's a super cool dude. Shut up and eat your brand flakes, old man. That's it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to let it breathe for you. I thought you were going to keep going. No, no. No, no. <laughs> I didn't have all week like you did for that Cheers team. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, 20 years. Jeez. 20 years. Hey, man. That's depressing. <laughs> well, between that and you doing a run-through of my favorite dramas with you. <laughs> Wait a second. You were tearing them apart as much as I was. That's because you're an inspiration. <laughs> I just, but uh... enjoy it because I, I rarely talk about dramas because I'm so, so much of a sitcom man. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I can see the West Wing rubbing you wrong because they're earnest. Yeah. I, I I should take a look at it. I know it's, you know, highly regarded. Um No, I don't 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 tease me. Don't they always me. put it in the top ten all time dramas. Don't patronize me. Now but you watch Mad Men and you still didn't like it. Yeah, Mad Men, yeah. I I was Oh, I knew I was in a the minority there. I mean, you know, everybody was loving it, loving it. And I just keep looking at it. And it's like, oh, they're talking about an ad campaign for what? Oh, yeah, this is exciting. I hope they sell a lot of uh, shoes or whatever they're selling this week, you know? Uh, well, now I hate the fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we get to our dish? <laughs> yes. I tried to try to organize. We 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 might have had a a guest this week, but it didn't work yeah, out. Didn't work out. But uh, it was going to be from a remote location. He was India. India. Yes. You've heard of it, people. But so uh, in next, in maybe next time. In tribute to that, I selected curry chicken. Nice. Which is, I mean, is this an Indian dish? masquerading as a Chinese dish? Uh, yeah, I mean, anytime you have even though just the word curry, it's going to lean Indian. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a mix of the two, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, Where do you think? stand with curry? Uh, you know, I haven't had a ton of curry in my life. Uh, every time I've had it, I've liked it. Uh, I don't think I love it, but I'm surprised that I like it uh, as much as I do whenever I've had it. So, but mm -hmm. I, I I haven't had it a ton, yeah. but uh, it was kind of uh, the wanting a ton of it on this, and it was nebulous enough. That, <laughs> yeah. There uh, wasn't a ton. No, no. Oh, I mean, my uh, mine it was like almost overpowering. I, really? This is the first dish where I took off the top, and I just got blasted. <laughs> with with the smell of curry you know which is like all right know. that's i knew what i was what was yeah. coming you know and yeah. i i told them i told them to make it spicy it's a spicy dish 
and uh, my mouth is just starting to stop burning. Really? Uh, yeah, it, it, they made it very spicy, which this is my new yeah. place, yeah, my yeah. third uh, selection. And they, they do not, uh, when when you ask for spicy, they give it to you, which I like. Yeah. And okay. um, so it was a good good dish. Yeah, I, I can't say I'm the biggest uh, Indian food uh, fan. You know, there was a place in Hoboken when I was working in Hoboken. We used to go to a lot. And it was okay, you know, okay. Yeah. Uh, just not my number one, you know. Yeah, um, uh, I'm, I'm the same. Yeah. And so, so this dish was, you know, nice, nice, healthy chunks of chicken. They had the the big vegetables. They had onions, celery, carrots, pea pods, watercress. I mean, you know, it was a nice dish. Yeah. Uh, with a nice little spiciness to it. So. Yeah, I'd give it like a six or seven in there. Nothing fanatical. Yeah. But, uh... I agree a thousand percent. Six, six. Six, uh, six. Six, six. <laughs> always, six. always with, with the pitchfork ratings. I, I like that. Uh... I'm, a, I'm a professional, Michaelis. You should try it. <laughs> those, those pitchfork ratings are always absurd. <laughs> six point yeah. six. Six, six. I was, that was a joke. Do I look like I'm laughing? <laughs> and I always, I always picture these nerds at Pitchfork, you know, sitting around, sitting around the table. Oh, I want to rate this album a six point six. Wait a second, that's a six point seven record if I ever heard. <laughs> Mike, yeah. are you suggesting that we take on Big Pitchfork? <laughs> I don't think we have what it takes. Big Pitchfork, yeah. I got news. For yeah, you. let's let's we call them out. We will crumble instantly. Do they have a Do they have a podcast? They must have a podcast, right? Sure. Everybody has a podcast. Everybody has a podcast about music. I'm sure Pitchfork has a podcast. <laughs> I have not listened I, to I'm it. I'm going to check that out. I, I would think that that might be uh, some, room, some room for parody there, you know? If you can parody, I'll parody a parody. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but again, now this one had these big, nice chunks of chicken. Yeah. That I've never seen before. In these other Chinese dishes, every That's a good dish point is yeah. different with the chicken. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand it. Yeah, yeah. You got to roll the dice and hope. All right, this oh, for this dish they use the good chicken. Can I get a map, some sort of infographic where if you order this, uh -huh. this is what the chicken will look like? Because if it's coming on those little tiny chicken embryo finger things that sometimes <laughs> rubbernecks, you know, no thanks. Uh huh. Comes in a big uh, you know, chicken like tonight, or the way the the only sure thing is sweet and sour chicken usually comes the big juicy chicken, but uh, I don't know what their thinking is with this. I mean, I, I have to agree with you on this particular dish, and again, yeah. this is like a, a newer uh, restaurant I'm going to now, uh, so I don't know if it's the newer restaurant, but I would say that the chicken I I got in this dish was the best looking chicken Ooh. I've gotten so far, just like straight yeah. up like uh, oh. chicken breast. Yeah. you know light chicken breast type meat i think i'd have to agree with you on my dish uh well the the lemon chicken we got a couple of months ago i can still see that chicken that was fantastic <laughs> yeah i can <laughs> still see mine because i got i got chicken fingers cut up <laughs> i got nice gorgeous slabs of chicken that time <laughs> and this yeah they were nice big chunky chunks of chicken yeah uh you know, I 
I should probably go a little higher than 6.6. Six. That's a little low for me for this because I did like it. I'm going to go 7-1. I'm sorry. 6-6 six, six is low. 7-1. <laughs> seven, seven, okay. Uh, white, yeah. The white rice was perfect with it. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, the sauce wasn't too much. was overwhelming. Uh-huh. Uh, curry seems to be one of those things where, like, whenever I am forced to eat it, I like it. But then I'm just always intimidated. Like, I would never – like, if I have one order to make, I might, I'm probably not going to waste it risking it on curry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, it's it's interesting, but uh, yeah, seven one, I liked it. Now your uh, your Twitter feed at uh, at Xmas Time blog uh-huh. uh, is always food for thought. Oh, you uh, tweeted out a uh, uh, an article regarding a recent uh, execution in Florida. Oh, where. Uh, Oh, but, I know. But but you 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 know you looked at what the uh, his last meal, the his last meal, yeah, which is always kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, I used to be a big fan of uh, Texas has a uh, a website for their death row, and uh, I don't think they give you the last meal. Uh-huh. Um, what, maybe, what they got maybe there? they did at one time, but you could you could scroll down. All the all the all the inmates who are on death row, and then you know after they were executed, you wow. could see uh, what their last words were. Um, I mean, there was a time where I, I I thought it would be a good promotional thing for the best show if we could start writing to different inmates on death row to have them include in their last words, you know, that they were big fans of the best show. Um, huh. Why do you think? Uh... Why? Why don't you? If why, can't you sponsor one of these guys on death row, and then at the end you share the meal with them, like you even pay for? No, it. I, I, I don't think that happens. But well, I, but I think on, on this Texas website, I think it was. Uh, I don't know if they gave you the the last meal. I meant to look look it up. I couldn't find it. But um, so so you were criticizing. We're talking about Donald Dilbeck. Yeah, the murderer of two people who was executed. I mean, he sat on death row for what, like 30 years or something? That's just bizarre. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not really pro-death penalty, but uh, can we get it done a little quicker than that? Uh, 30 Michael, years? He does not like the death penalty, but if you must do it, <laughs> get it done. <laughs> well, I just watched that Charlie Starkweather documentary. Did you see that? Uh-uh. Uh, it's on... Uh, you like the... Uh, was it, is it Groucho Marx? He's... This fish is so terrible. Yeah, and in such small portions. <laughs> so, but yeah, Charlie Starkweather, I think that, you know, he got executed like the year after he was convicted. I mean, it was, they didn't mess around back then. Well, but yeah, anyway, they... so you criticized uh, Donald Dilbeck's last Man. meal of uh, fried shrimp, yeah. mushrooms, oh. onion rings, oh. butter pecan pie, and a chocolate bar. That was funny to me. Actually, I forgot about that. The butter pecan pie is interesting because years ago on my at xmastime.blogspot.com, I did muse. I'm a muser. Uh, there's butter pecan ice cream 
Right. I was like, is there, I never heard of butter pecan, anything else. What is a butter pecan? Like, is that an actual thing? I've never heard of it in anything but ice cream my whole life until this. Yeah. So. Um, you think maybe it was a typo? The... Yeah, I, I'm not familiar oh. with a butter. I think maybe they just meant a pecan pie and somebody maybe, screwed up. Or, or maybe it is a thing, but I've wanted that. I wanted that years ago. I uh, think maybe somebody. Yeah, I, I think maybe somebody screwed up here. I think either yeah. it was butter pecan ice cream. Or uh, it was a pecan pie. Because, yeah, I don't know what a butter pecan pie yeah. is. I mean, I've never heard of it. Doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Yeah. But when I made that joke 15 years ago, it was very funny. <laughs> uh, and you people, if you do a search on extra time, <laughs> I pen butter pecan. You yeah. know what it is? You know why I'm so bummed? I, I feel like I, I'm, I don't have a project I'm working on right now. I feel like I feel like I'm a little bummed right now. I don't, I don't have anything I'm working towards yeah last year i you know i had my book i had my happy scene box set and i got a couple of things cooking now to fuel me but i i'm just kind of kind of kind of swimming right now treading water right now uh, okay so. well uh you know there's there's this like for what it's a podcast we do every week oh yeah that's true okay. <laughs> Maybe put a, right put a little more research into uh, <laughs> each episode. Um, but I did ask you, I, again, I, I, I tried to prep for this show. Mm. I asked you what your, uh, I mean, I had nothing, to, you know, this 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 last meal, it was, it, yeah, it didn't hang together as a meal to me. I, I mean, oh. I had nothing against anything on here. I know you, uh, you, you, you turned up your nose when you saw fried shrimp. Um, well, maybe, maybe the mushrooms, too. Well, but, let's be uh, honest. Uh, I'd eat if butter pecan cake does exist. I would try it. <laughs> um, so you, so you're gonna try something on your last meal? That's I, I give you credit for that. Well, I wouldn't have ordered it. <laughs> I wouldn't have ordered it if I wasn't gonna try. I'm talking about me coming in eating this guy's last meal. Uh-huh. No, no, I'm saying if you're on death row, I know it's a stretch. Well, I just I just wanted to imagine you you're on death row. <laughs> I was I just wanted to point out his meal. I would eat the butter pecan. I'd try the chocolate bar, or whatever. The rest is straight garbage. Okay. Um, you but, can't even uh, eat an onion ring. You can't eat an onion I, ring. I could do some onion rings. I don't love them because, like I said last week, my jaws uneven because I had a tooth break. So I would just bite in the onion. Just slips out. It's disgusting. Nobody wants to see that. Uh, and yeah, shrimp and mushrooms are just garbage. Uh -huh. I think my last meal, I've had to do that. I think it might be a Proustian thing of going back <laughs> to when I was a kid. Uh -huh. You like that Proust? Uh, yeah, no, I, it always I makes me laugh. Um, of Sunday dinners, that classic Sunday dinner, roast chicken, mashed potatoes, stuffing, peas, homemade rolls. Uh, it'd probably be that, or Bojangles chicken. Yeah, chicken. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, that's good. Good stuff. I mean, you know, I went with, uh, you know, um, you know, a nice steak, mashed potatoes with. Uh, you ever have mashed potatoes prepared with horseradish? No. Have we discussed this before? We've discussed my th my thoughts on what you should and should not put in mashed potatoes. Yeah, we we I know we've had mashed potatoes conversations, but 
I've had it with horseradish and I love it. I mean, I think it's phenomenal. Um, uh, maybe some mushrooms, some fried onions, and then for dessert, uh, maybe uh, apple pie a la mode with some ice cream. Yeah, yeah, a little apple Keep pie. it simple, you know, maybe start off with some bread and butter. You know, good bread and butter is a nice way to start the meal. Mushrooms? You're going to waste part of your last meal on mushrooms? <laughs> well, I, I know you hate them, but, uh, you know, I like them with a steak. It's nice, a little side. Ugh. Yeah. I guess. How do you, uh, how do you prefer to be executed? <laughs> might as, we might as well just take this to to the limits. I hear they're they're talking about bringing back the uh, the uh, firing squad huh. out there in Utah. How would I like to be executed? I don't know. I guess the gas thing or the uh, injection thing is injections. Probably, yeah. I guess right. Well, you hear stories, and and I think there was recent. I I wish I had the information right here, but wasn't there a recent execution that kind of went badly? Yeah, um, somebody botched it somewhere, and I don't know. All these they seem to botch. Maybe maybe we should go back to firing squad because mm -hmm. those don't seem to be botched. But uh, yeah, I don't know. What what are you thinking? What's your what's your yeah, I think I think you're right. I think uh, the firing squad may be just straight up, and and you know it, it was. Did you ever read uh, the Executioner song? No, Gary Gilmore. Yeah, the whole Gal Gary Gilmore thing. Uh -uh. And that was, I mean, you know, again, I'm I'm showing my age, but I remember when that happened. That was like a big shock because he asked for that, you know. Right. And it was the like TV movie back in the early '80s. I remember. Yeah, that. the TV movie. Yeah. The t TV movie is very good. I, I, I recommend that seeing that too if you can track that down. Yeah. But the book, the book is phenomenal. I mean, particularly the first half of the book basically is the story of Gary Gilmore, right? It's it's like two, it's like in two halves. Looking so through, yeah, it's a very it's a huge book. It's a very very long book, but you know if you're not feeling up to the whole thing, at least read the first part, because that's basically the story of Gary Gilmore. And then yeah. the second part of the book is just the media mayhem that ensued with the return of the death penalty and all that. It's interesting. It's great. Yeah. You know, I, I I recommend the whole book. Okay. But uh, you know the media mayhem stuff is just like, yeah, it's it may be too much for a lot of people. But the first half of the book is phenomenal. I mean, it's just yeah. so great. I I don't know if it's an urban legend, but that's apparently where they got Nike got us just do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of his lines. Yeah. I don't know if that's an urban legend or that's real. No, that's real. That was that was one of his quotes. Okay. You know. Yeah. Um. I'm not saying, yeah, but uh, yeah, there is something sort of like, all right, let's let's make this thing. It's it's a brutal thing, yeah. you know, and yeah, let's let's yeah, that's a brutal way of dying, right? The the firing squad, particularly I mean, in America, right? It's gun related. I mean, it's you know, all, we're, but then everything we're the we gun do, maniacs, everything we do, we seem to fuck up with the injections, the this, mm -hmm. the, the chair setting on fire. Yeah, maybe, maybe chopping off heads is the way to go because at least you know. How can you fuck chopping that? Off heads, yeah. Well, it's grisly. You know, it's got the grisly factor. Yeah. Uh, but like you said, it's, I mean, it's I'm quick. saying if you have to do it, I'm against the death penalty anyway. Mm -hmm. But if you have to do it, uh, you know, there's no, you know, 
like even the injection thing. It's not like don't sugarcoat. Not, yeah, not even yeah, don't sugarcoat. That even that sounds <laughs> brutal. Uh huh. There's not kittens coming in, you know, to like tattoos on them while you know. <laughs> so yeah, uh -huh. just chop the heads off then. Again, I'm I'm anti death penalty, but if we have to, don't do. I thought I thought maybe for this uh this U Utah guy, maybe maybe introduce a new form. How about the stabbing squad? No, no, you don't like that. Well, the best thing about the fire put him up against is... a pillory, tie his hands back, and let's just have a mob of people stab him to death. Yeah, yeah. But the beauty of a firing squad is. Nobody really knows who pulled the who killed. Right. The, yeah, stabbing you'd kind of know. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's one terrible idea. <laughs> no, but I, I, you know, like I said, I was going with your kind of cut the heads off. Let's make this thing as grisly as possible. Let's well, not sugarcoat it. Well, then why don't we let the victim's family decide? Uh huh. And they can invent whatever they want up to a certain point. Like it can't be too cruel. Uh -huh. uh, they should get to invent how the person dies. Mm -hmm. You know, interesting. Head, yeah, interesting. Run over by a train. Uh -huh. yeah. it, it has to be within a reasonable amount of, mm -hmm. uh, in, you know, in a controlled and, environment. Some sort of control. It can't be like he has to try to eat a duck. Mm -hmm. And as he tries to eat the duck, he chokes on himself. Has yeah. to be something. Throw him off a boat. Uh, throw him in uh, with a. Throw king. him off a boat would work in the middle of the ocean. Of the ocean. Uh, you know, but that uh, we just had that story of the guy who fell off the carnival boat, <laughs> and he, yeah. he was floating around out there for yeah. a while. Yeah, and he Chuck he survived. That guy, that guy survived. Chuck him off a boat. You can have some burgers and dogs on the boat watching him drown. Uh -huh. It's just for the family. I mean, you can throw throw a person off a, a, a building, yeah. but you better secure the uh, where he's going to uh, hit the ground. Yeah. It would all be respectfully done. Mm -hmm. And yeah. they want him run over by a lawnmower. We do it in a respectful <laughs> manner. I don't know about the they have uh, these blades that stop when you hit large objects now. Hey, hey, just spitball, yeah. spitball, just spitball. Mike. <laughs> yeah, the fam the family should get to decide. Uh -huh. And if they want to make it funny, they can. You know, well, I don't. In, in now you're pushing it. Come on. What? <laughs> make it funny. If they want to, okay. I'm just saying, if the families, if they're funny, and they're like, "Well, this isn't bringing Granddad back anyway. Mm -hmm. We have to kill the guy. Let's make it funny." Uh huh. He's got to put on a raccoon dress. Oh, I see. He's, sort of humiliation. You you, you uh, some, make some humiliation in it as part of it. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Patient, pure comedy. You know, mm -hmm. and then he jumps off a cliff or something. Mm-hmm. A little something, a little mm -hmm. something for the family, for closure. Uh -huh. And if anybody at that time needs a good laugh, it's probably the family. Mm -hmm. give it, let's give it to them. You want to bring uh, animals called, into this? Called healing. Uh huh. If you want him torn torn apart mm -hmm. by wolves, that's yeah. called closure. Let's let's get the terminology right. What it's I called say? closure. What did I say? <laughs> did I say closure? No, you said something. He, you said healing. Oh, healing. <laughs> uh, healing, healing is in there, but closure is the one that everybody wants. The, the 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 goal of life is to have closure. We can do animals, but it'd be like it wouldn't be a bear killing the guy. 
You can put them Shark. in the No. Well, no. can. <laughs> uh, you can do like you put them in a little room with a mouse. Uh, and eventually the mouse eats him. Uh, eats away, gnaws away at his neck enough that he dies. No, come on. Mouse is a doll. You put a little mouse costume what, on the mouse. What is this, Mighty Mouse? Now, yeah, you know. You can do. You can do. You can dress the mice up as the three horse uh, musketeers if you want. No, come on. You can do little skits. Hey, you can dress them up as uh, Reservoir Dogs mice. Have them walk through. <laughs> no, no. They, yeah, come on, them. come on, pull the plug. These are all good ideas, Mike. <laughs> no, no. These are worse than my scuba gear uh, jokes. Oh, that's not funny. That's not. <laughs> that's not fair, Mike. Uh, hey, but that's a good start to the cheers script. Uh, I've seen speak, more speaking of uh, eating, um, I saw the movie The Whale. Is there a Do you have any interest in seeing this movie? Um, not really. I mean, I like him. I mean, I like it. Apparently, he's had some uh redemption story i don't know i guess he went away for a while and nobody yeah, liked i guess him. he's making a comeback everybody lo lo loves a comeback right uh yeah. we went through I, this with uh, uh what's his name in pulp fiction uh john travolta yeah yeah i mean he's, yeah, he, like, he's the new john travolta you know i guess so because yeah it's not like he went away nobody no. he didn't get in trouble or anything no and uh and you look back at travolta and at the time, it felt like it had been 30 years or something. Mm -hmm. It had probably been, what, 11 years since he was in that movie with Jamie Lee Curtis, but it felt like yeah. a life. Yeah. So I don't know what happened with Brendan Fraser. Uh, I see all the press, so I I'm rooting for him. He seems like a nice guy. Uh, did you like the movie? Uh, this, this is maybe my most bizarre take yet. Oh, God. Help me. <laughs> get, re get ready. Now... I mean, all I knew is that uh, he was a very obese person who has lost the will to live, right? Uh -huh. So I'm thinking, all right, well, this is kind of going to be a movie about despair and maybe overcoming despair. I didn't know how it would end. You were sprinting to the theater? <laughs> to see a movie about despair, yes. Step on it. <laughs> Well, it's a subject that you don't see very often in movies, right? Uh, I would say it sounds like one of the few adult movies out there that I would actually think about going to. The see, way you describe it. it. You know. Number one, it's not a superhero movie, so yeah. the way you describe it, now I'm like, well, shit, maybe I would like it. <laughs> well, that was my thinking going in. Uh, so it turns out that there's lots of other drama, like 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 being obese and, and being on the verge of death mm -hmm. is not enough drama. Mm -hmm. So there's all this other drama spun into it. I, I won't go into the other drama, uh -huh. but it just seemed like it was, it was, it was getting to be too much. You know, they, they kept piling in all this other stuff uh, and uh, they didn't focus on the despair. <laughs> well, that was my problem with Angie's <laughs> eventually ran or whatever. It's like the thesis of male friendship, adult male friendship coming to an end. That's an incredible theme to just to, to yeah dive into. explore. Yes, yes. Explore, then, but then you ruin it with the chopping your fingers. Yeah. Sounds a little bit like that for this. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, no, they they spin uh, in all this other stuff. 
Yeah. It just seemed extraneous they, to me. They started playing. They weren't happy enough with like hundreds of insanely poisonous snakes on a plane. They're like, oh, by the we should also have the plane in the middle of the uh, most historically worst thunderstorm in the history of thunderstorms, mm -hmm. just to make it even more dangerous. Like, okay, right. yeah. But there is there is a scene in the whale where I thought I was, maybe I was we could talk about snakes on the plane, Mike. <laughs> well, that's two weeks in a row I mentioned snakes on the plane. <laughs> See if I can keep that going next week. I've never seen that movie, by the way, but uh... of, course, of course you haven't. <laughs> Wait a minute! I've been on a plane. There's never three hundred snakes on a plane. Uh, <laughs> Put that on your list. So are you tell me I, I should see it. No. No. Okay. <laughs> well, there was a scene in the whale, and I thought maybe we could discuss it on this show because this is the show about food and. Uh... <laughs> Okay. At least I'd get something out of my watching the whale experience, and um, I might see it. I might break down and see it. it. Yeah, okay. I'd like talk to talk to you about it. Yeah. But there's a scene where he, he literally goes on what I describe as a eating orgy. Uh -huh. You know, when when things sort of reach ahead, he just starts this eating orgy, and it begins with a uh, two two. Uh, pizza pies which he did something which you know I, i'm sure people do i never say, thought of it you say pizza pies yeah two pizza this is the beginning of the eating orgy you can just say pizzas okay <laughs> so pizza, pizza pies oh uh, you know you don't like the A pizza, pie. pizza pie okay, yeah, okay. okay. 1947 <laughs> mario <laughs> have you ever you know i thought of this not not make casting aspersions Oh. But but I thought I wonder if Greg has ever done this. Sounds like you're about to cast aspersions. <laughs> Where he literally just puts two slices together and and eats two slices simultaneously. You mean like John Travolta and uh Saturday Night Fever? He does that? Have you ever watched anything? No, I've seen that movie. I've seen that movie, but and he's walking around during the theme song and he gets two slices. Just stacks them on top of each other and eats them. Okay. Well, I missed the I missed the uh, Saturday Night Fever uh, illusion in this movie. Okay. Well, right. I don't know. I, I that seems like a bit extreme to me. Have you ever done that? I've never done that. No. no. Right. Yeah. And give tell us why you wouldn't do that. Um, because I hadn't thought of it yet. <laughs> but but John Travolta did it in Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. I'm guessing oh. they do it for different reasons. Travolta uh -huh. was doing it just because he's Mr. Cool, BMOC strutting down the streets. He doesn't have time to be eating at two slices. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming <laughs> Brendan Fraser's was just a mass hysteria of orgiastic ecstasy inhaling the slices. Yeah. And, and, but, but, you know, so he's got the two slices together. Then he goes into the fridge and he's pulling out to me, it looked like mayonnaise. And he he sort of just squeezes out a mound on top of the pizzas, the pizza slices, and then maybe folds that up. And uh, as I tweeted out, uh, I, I half expected him to be going for a bag of Doritos and peanut butter next. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> yes. That did not go unnoticed. But uh, I sent you a, uh, a note about discussing this. Now, 
if if you were to go on an eating orgy, you know, it's a little different than your last meal, right? I mean, yeah. just think of like the work, you know, just, you know, you're in a, an emotional state maybe, and you're just grabbing stuff. What what are you grabbing in a, in an eating orgy? Well, I'll say the same thing I said a couple of days ago, probably also on Twitter. That is extra time blog at Twitter. Uh, I picture I said if you had to be in a room and if you were encased in a block of food that you had to eat your way out of, what would you want it to be? And I said pasta. Mm -hmm. I think I'd want to be encased, entombed. And a solid block, like an ice, like a piece of ice, mm -hmm. pasta, and I'm in it, and I got to eat my way out. So I, I would think pasta. For a hunker down, I'm having feelings, I, I'm going to gorge. I think pasta is the uh, go-to, right? You know, I, I didn't think of that. I mean, I, I was thinking, I, top of the top of uh my mind was, uh, you know, the things I eat the most that I, aren't good for me, you know. So I'm thinking pizza. Cookies, Snickers, Cheez-Its, peanut butter M&Ms. Uh -huh. I mean, it's kind of disgusting, okay. but okay. but I like your concept. You, you can go for a volume of pasta. Yeah. No yeah. meat. You're not going to throw some meatballs in there and yeah, sure. Just eat it out of like a big, the big, uh, pot. the big pot. Yep. Whatever. Yeah. Meatballs and sausage, great. But in times of trouble, I want to stick my barrel my way through pasta. Yeah. Okay. And it's also, cheap it's, it's a cheap. Uh, that's yeah, a cheap eating cheap. orgy. Yeah, but I also picture myself in the middle of like, if I was a tiny action figure, picture myself in a block of pasta, solid pasta, the size of a car battery, and I, I'm eating myself through it. Yeah. I'm thinking. I'm Interesting. Thinking Interesting. Yeah. I think. I think a lot of people would be with you there, you know. Yeah. Pasta is a universal. I don't know anybody who is, who doesn't like pasta. I mean, who doesn't like, like pasta. Come yeah, on. it's you know. If you don't like pasta, it just means you're allergic to it or something. Uh huh. Uh, doesn't. <laughs> like you and seafood, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's my fault. It's not my fault. <laughs> I want to like it. I wish I liked it. I was diagnosed. Yeah. Sorry, uh -huh. doctors. No, not my fault. Uh -huh. As Robin Williams said, not my fault. Well, speaking of old time classics, which I hadn't seen until the other day, I'm going to throw out a movie title. Yeah. I'm thinking, my thinking when I watch this movie, well, this has got to be Young Greg's wheelhouse, the, the 80s. Oh. You know, I mean, I, you know, I was in my 20s in my 80s, yeah. but Young Greg was in his teens. Oh, so much hope, Mike Les. So Let much, me throw out a, a movie title and, so and just so get much, you. so much hope in the future ahead of us. <laughs> young Greg. Oh my! Uh, you would have loved Young Greg. Oh, yeah. you would have loved him. Yeah, you, yeah you no, young, the I young buck, young buck. Your face. Yeah. Oh, you're the chocolate of the Young Greg. Oh, so precocious. <laughs> Fast times at Ridgemont High. Yes, that is the all-time. Most frozen VHS tape moment <laughs> of all time. Period. <laughs> I'm putting it above Sharon Stone because the now we're talking about Phoebe Cates, right? Of the, of the actual VHS tape. 
Uh-huh. And she might she's on my all time Hollywood list. Phoebe Cates. Okay. Beautiful. Oh, perfect. But the thing is, I didn't know. I mean, I've heard about that scene forever. I, you know, that was not a surprise to me. But there are also some fairly casual sex scenes with Jennifer Jason Lee. Actually, yeah. she sort of has the harder, she has the harder work in that movie with those two awkward sex scenes she has to deal with. Yeah, but I don't give a shit because I don't love a Phoebe Cates. So, <laughs> I don't J- Jennifer Jason Lee is very cute in that movie. Yeah, uh, even, even though she's handling more of the dramatic uh, stuff. Yeah, she's or, cute, but uh, sorry, Jennifer Jason Lee. Uh, you can wait in the car while I go bedazzle BB Cates. Now, did you see it in the movie theater? No, I was waiting. No. I thought maybe it would have been a movie theater experience. You know, you had to, had to no. see it on the big screen, your, no, your first big screen breast. No, that came out. I was I would have been in like third grade, third or fourth grade when that came out. What is your first big screen breast? My first big screen breasts were speaking of Phoebe Cates, um, um private school. Uh her and uh the lady's name was Betsy Russell. <laughs> uh, Matthew Modine was the male lead, and it was Phoebe Cage was like the nice best friend of the hot slut girl. Uh-huh. Uh, and then in the end, she uh, gets naked. And that was my first uh, movie. Uh, was it your first R-rated movie? Uh, I mean, I didn't, I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it at a friend's house. He had, uh-huh. he had like the first VCR. I'd ever oh, okay. Um, how about you? What were you? What were your first movie? Well, believe it or not, yes. <laughs> my my first big screen breast was yeah, actually the Godfather. Robbie. The Godfather. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a very fleeting scene in the Godfather, the Godfather, right? Where are they yeah. in the Godfather? Well, when when uh, Al Pacino goes over to Italy and his bride. They have a, a little scene. They show her? Yeah, yeah. They just robe, yeah. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. But yeah, Phoebe, Phoebe Cates, all-time Miss Xmas time. Uh-huh. Uh, so I was very <laughs> pleased with Fast Times. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the weird thing about The Godfather, I went with a neighbor, and, uh, you know, I was like 11, 12, you know? Yeah. And... Uh, it was sitting in the back of a car. We went, to, we went through a drive-in to see The Godfather. You and some strange dude? No, no, my neighbors, my friends, friends of mine. I mean, my parents. I don't know if they even knew what movie we were, we were going to. That's I funny. think I, I may have uh, not been for, forthright with uh, <laughs> what, yeah. what movie we were going to see. That's funny. I, I've seen it a million times, and. I've heard everybody else talk about it being times. I've never heard anybody talk about nudity in The Godfather. Wow. Well, it's like I say, it's very brief. I was eleven. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it made more of an impression than yeah than uh, you know well, it's a, a mature little, adult. A little classier movie too than <laughs> Private School. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we I, we had all those dumb movies. The, the the dumb, you know, I was the nobody, age when nobody all those, said it was uh, dumb. No, I I was. I was the right age when all those dumb sex comedies were coming out. 
like yeah. Porky's. Oh yeah. Uh, Kentucky Fried movie. Ever see that? Those, those, all that stuff was just, just too old for us. But yeah, we yeah. Were like, that, these must be the coolest people ever. <laughs> With those movies, yeah, they they were they were very popular among yeah. among my peers. Oh yeah, uh, I saw a couple of them in the theater. Um, it's hard to explain to a kid now with the internet being what it is, how you would talk to other dudes like, "Hey, when you watch so and so movie, twenty one minutes in, so and so takes her shirt off." There used to be there used to be a book or maybe yeah. there must, it must be an internet site now. Yeah, that that has documented every nude scene in every movie ever made. Yeah. You know, you so, tell a kid uh, that today, and they're like, "What do I care? I just watched. I'm surrounded by porn. What do mm -hmm. I care?" So, yeah, D different world, young Mike. It is a different world. That's all. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We'll make it. Or uh, Did you get a fortune cookie? Nope. No. <laughs> I'm trying to be defiant. Like, <laughs> At this point, <laughs> when I get one, I am going to be a little bummed. I'm like, yeah, shit. <laughs> I'm actually eating them. They they're not actually th that bad. Oh wait that's a second! Holy cow, Greg! That's the. Plastic. I can't believe what I'm seeing. I got. The water broke. What? No, I got uh, two fortunes in one cookie. Oh my! It's, it's like when you, you you ever get the uh the fudge uh cookies, the Stelladora. No. no. And sometimes there's like an extra cookie wedged up, you know, at the top. There's two in each, each section. Sometimes you get you get one, and there's three. Oh. You got an extra one. Oh. I got an extra fortune. Oh, these fortunes, which usually stink anyway. <laughs> Let's see if it's the same one. Okay. Enjoy what you have. Hope for what you lack. Yeah, that's not a fortune. That's just living. Yeah, that's called being alive. Hey, well, I, it, it I, might the, the second fortune. Oh, look at this. This is like, wow. This is Zen. Emptiness is the mother of all things. Let me say that again. Yeah, yeah. Please do. Please. Emptiness is. <laughs> Is the mother of all things. That's wow. worse. That's worse than the other one. <laughs> and that was the one that was hanging out. Yeah. This one. Jesus Christ. That's a weird one. Again, I'm going to save that, my, that though. I'll put that on my list to yell at China. <laughs> when I get them on the blower. <laughs> I'm going to put that on my headstone. <laughs> or uh, on the box that I'm my ashes are in. <laughs> Many years from now. <laughs> many years from now. Many, many years from now. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. Yes. Uh, we we appreciate all of your support, and uh, don't forget to hit that subscribe button because okay. that's okay. important. Okay. That, okay. That's those okay. are the big bucks. Okay, <laughs> Get it together, bro. I see all these all these people on YouTube, these record people. It's like I'm obsessed with these record YouTubers oh, yeah. where they literally hold up records. Right. They hold up a record and it's some classic record. You know, everybody loves, you know, and they go. They basically hold up a record and they say how awesome it is. 
And you want to do it, but with a smiley face cut out. <laughs> and they've got 90,000 followers. Yeah, I don't know any of it happens. What's the appeal here? And there's so many of them. And I'm hooked. I, whatever, you know, I'm hooked. I'm hooked on these guys. Oh, a mystery to me, bro. Do you know 45 know. RPM? You got to check this guy out. 45 he's RPM. A, he, he's a German audiophile. It's, it's actually called 45 RPM audiophile on YouTube. Yeah. He's a German guy. He's got a thick accent. He's got these <laughs> very, very unique, unique eyeglasses. The first time I saw it, I, I wasn't sure whether it, it's a parody or not. Because it almost comes off as a, a Mike Myers type of goof, right. you know, with the, with the accent and the glasses, you know. Uh, but uh, you check out some of his right. his videos on YouTube, right. Did, and and we'll talk about him next week. Right. Uh, Tom Tom Sharpling on the best show actually included a little snippet in one of the sound collages of this guy uh, because he has such an interesting voice. <laughs> I'll but this, him. yeah, he, he he's huge. You know, these are guys who have. Uh, he's talking about a twelve thousand dollar record cleaner he has, <laughs> right? Twelve thousand dollars for a record cleaner, and you know he's buying all these new vinyl releases. You know, I, I, I'm off this new vinyl thing because it's expensive. It's an expensive hobby now. It's not cheap. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was buying records when they were four or five dollars a piece. Now they're they're forty dollars. Yeah. I understand their quality vinyl. You you bought some nice recent records, oh, and yeah. I bet you they're great. I, I mean, do you play them? You're playing them now. Oh yeah, yeah. The box set, yeah. yeah, yeah. And those Kinks, you got some Kinks. Got the Kinks too, yeah. Yeah. Very nice. No, I mean, I'm sure they're great. You know, it's just I have so much music. I feel like I did hit my, uh, you know, I sort of draw the limits on what, what new stuff I buy now, you know? Can't so I'm it. not going to go buy records again after I rebought records as CDs. So Thanks I'm going to go voice. for another cycle of rebuying stuff. Oh, remastered, remastered. Remastered, you know, great vinyl. I get it. You know, they keep getting these people. I mean, this. I guess it's the last gasp. I mean, this is my generation. And we're and we're dying soon, you know. We're dying off. Yeah. I mean, you know, they say young people are getting into this, but I don't know. All these audiophile uh, YouTubers, they're all in their fifties. You know, they're they're not. I don't see. You know, I haven't found any young ones. Um. You know, maybe their young people are into it. You know, they're they're buying records again. I know they're selling, but I, I have the feeling they're selling to the people who bought them the first time around. Now they're buying them for, for the third time around. Well, that's who has the money to buy this. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah people with money. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and and you know, there's all these. You know, they, they <laughs> now now they talk about who who cut the record, who mastered the record. Oh, these yeah. guys are like celebrities now. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> it's just bizarre. But but I'm hooked. I can't stop watching these these YouTube guys. And there's a, there's a woman too, Melinda Murphy. Check her out. Jesus uh, she's got she's got a, she's got horrible taste in music. <laughs> oh, you got you sold me. <laughs> no, she's she's always going it, flying into ecstasies about Van Halen. 
and it, and it paid off. She's getting some sort of gig where she's going to promote, uh, I guess they're remastering the uh, Van Halen catalog. And she yeah. got a gig out of it. So, I mean, you know, good that's, for her. I guess who's not going to be listening to that shit. <laughs> no. And, and, you know, she just goes through. She's literally a fan of every classic rock band that's been played to death. Uh, she loves it all again, you know. It's it's nostalgia, I think, mostly. But uh, check her out. I, I I still find her kind of endearing, you know, her enthusiasm. <laughs> Right. I wish I, I wish I had her her enthusiasm for life. <laughs> hey, you've got your own enthusiasm for life. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I got something. <laughs> That's for sure. Something. Anyway. All right. Yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, do what Mike says with all the subscribe and the like stuff, and we'll see y'all next week. <laughs>